previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. And the two of you slink on over to Valerie's desk. I kind of try to stand in front of Hirakura to like block him from view, while also looking very official. I check the drawer. You open up the first drawer and you see that there's what appears to be a spare apartment key. Sentinel pulls up to what appears to be a garage, smack dab in the middle of two commercial buildings. Nicklaus, however, though, you teleport into the middle of the street. From the doorway, you see Virginia and Galazar. Serious, as you emerge from the pantry, you see that there's a note located on the kitchen counter that you just happened to miss before. I just sort of casually, like, put my hand over the note and, like, slide it over to the end of the table and obtain the note and read the note. A couple of seconds after you pick up the note, something weird starts to happen throughout the apartment. Music starts playing. You can literally feel yourself getting dumber. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. A cacophonous, otherworldly music blares throughout Valerie's apartment. On the first floor in the living room, Niklaus, you find yourself half-wrestling Virginia, was that correct? Mm. Didn't she have you, like, pinned to the ground or something? Against the wall, I think? Or something like that. She had me pinned. But she had been letting go when we were talking. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sirius, you have just finished reading this letter, and you've forgotten what letters are <laughs> oh dear on the second floor loft you and galzar stare confusedly at each other okay you guys should probably come down here something something weird just happened i believe uh jim or whatever his name is was threatening me with something he had his shotgun out he stops pointing it at you and he heads downstairs Hercure will follow him the music continues to play, and once again, everybody do a intelligent saving throw. Oh god. God. It's gonna go. Good. It's gonna be real good. Six. I also got a six. <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> Does my intelligence go down even further, Joey? Uh, one sec. Let me roll for Galazar. Virginia fails. Galzar passes again, somehow. <laughs> Smartest one in the room. Is now. Yeah, so Niklaus passes, Virginia, Sears, and Hercure, the three of you fail, and Galzar also passes. For those of you who failed, your intelligence goes down again by three, as does your charisma. Wait, so that's on top of the original fail? Yes. Now I have semi-intelligence. Wow. This is the minimum score for intelligence for language development use. <laughs>
Cirrus hungry and just starts like eating cake with her bare hands. <laughs> Virginia heads over to where you are, Cirrus, and joins you in eating cake. <laughs> not not even like cake, just the ingredients for cake. <laughs> just eating like God. flour and sugar and yeah, you guys are like covered in flour and just shoving sugar down your throats. Mm, yummy. Uh, in doing so, Virginia sort of leaves your general area, Niklaus. Niklaus is now very concerned because he has enough remaining intelligence to realize something very wrong is happening. And he realizes the paper was the cause of it. So he, he as he heads towards the paper to try to destroy it, he'll yell out to the guys that were upstairs saying, um, there was some type of trap. The paper, it's it's affecting us. we got to destroy it. Shiku, what do you do? I guess he's downstairs now, looking around confusedly. He's wondering why these people are eating ingredients to cake. He's not sure, like, why they would eat them individually, but he's not sort of inclined to stop them. Cyrus just shakes a bag of flour at Hirkir and says, Want cake? That's not cake? Want cake. Cake. And I, like, get flour everywhere, shaking it very vigorously in his general direction. Is the He's sort of looking around. He feels like he's forgotten something. But he, he, he's just, like, really struggling to, to get his, his feet on the ground, as it were. I start fighting with Virginia over the remaining cake ingredients. Yeah, the, the two of you rustle in cake ingredients. <laughs> my cake! <laughs> no, you have! Virginia's like, no, my cake! Cirrus cake! Virginia cake! Cirrus cake! 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 cake. Yeah, Nikolaus is like shaking his head and just trying to get to the paper. Yeah, you have to step over both Virginia and Sears who are rolling around on the floor, and you grab the sheet of paper. Just tries to rip it in half. You rip it in half, but the music continues to keep playing. From the broken halves or like just around? Do a perception check. 17. Yeah, the music is coming from somewhere else, not the sheet of paper. You quickly deduce that the sheet of paper was probably the trigger for the trap, and that there's probably a second piece to it somewhere hidden in the apartment. Okay, Niklaus will cast a spell. Cast a spell. Cast a spell. He's going to cast Detect Magic. Magic Missile. Oh. Which, uh, oh, that, that could work too. I bump into him <laughs> as he's casting the spell. <laughs> yeah, you cast Detect Magic... And as is sort of usual in this day and age, the entire room lights up. I'm looking for detect technology. I might have to meta here. I'm looking because I can see that I can determine the school of magic. Mm-hmm. Do I? Well, let me ask you this: it, Would my would I be able to know what school this type of effect would be under? Would Niklaus know that? Go ahead and do an Arcana check. Try to avoid meta if I can. Seven plus four is eleven. I'm gonna use a sorcery point to re-roll an ability check, unless eleven would have passed. Mm, yeah, go ahead and re-roll it. Okay. Better. Seventeen. It would probably be closer to School of Enchantment. So he focuses his attention on all of the magical sources in the the area that are enchantment based to, t- to narrow down from all the uh, the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And or he'll see if anything like is tying it to the piece of paper, like if there's any lingering connection. Yeah. 
You cast Detect Magic and you see several places light up in the room, specifically looking for School of Enchantment spells. You see one in the nightstand next to her bed. You see one in a drawer in the living room next to the couch. And you see another one in the entertainment center. Sears starts throwing cake ingredients at Virginia. <laughs> and everyone. Virginia's gonna try and grapple you. Oh no! She rolls a 18. Okay, let's see what I roll. This is the stuff people want to see. <laughs> Virginia and Sears. Grappling, <laughs> covered in flour and sugar and... <laughs> Sirius gets an eight. <laughs> Virginia does like a Black Widow leggy <laughs> roll over you and pins you to the floor. Meanwhile, with her free hand, she shovels more sugar into her face. Sirius <laughs> also has free hands and starts shoving sugar into her <laughs> face as well. <laughs> but also tries to like wiggle free. Everybody do the intelligence saving throw again. <laughs> oh boy. Twelve for her gear. Be a twelve minus three for me, so that'll be a nine. Be eighteen for Niklaus. Yet again, Niklaus and Galzar pass. Everybody else loses two intelligence and charisma. I feel like I know where this is going. Oh boy. Oh boy. At this point, Virginia just starts growling at you, Sirius. Let's see. So with my negative four to intelligence, I now have animal intelligence. So I act on instinct. So I also start growling at Virginia. Yeah, the two of you get onto all fours and just start growling at each other. That's right, I can't use speech. <laughs> Rawr! Kiki, what are you doing? He's getting away from the growling. <laughs> the second you take a He's step like... back, I immediately turn my head towards you. The <laughs> <laughs> vision's based on movement. <laughs> Puts his hands over ear, his ears and is just... Trying to get away from from the the growling wrestling. I start raking my hands. <laughs> One and a half floor. person. Which direction do you head? Towards the like garage door, which I think is the direct opposite from where the kitchen is, where they are. Yeah, you head towards the garage door. Is there like an exit or anything that he can see, or is he just sort of or a place like next to a somewhere where he could hide? <laughs> the uh, the door you see was shut after. Galazar and Virginia came in. Yeah, he can't open it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that level of confidence. <laughs> if it's like a lever, he could might maybe figure it out like a cat could, but other than that, <laughs> I'm not sure he has the intelligence anymore. Yeah, there's uh, what what intelligence are you at? Six, which is an, smart for an animal. Yeah, there's a little nook next to the drawer in the living room that you can hide and squeeze yourself into. He definitely does that. Galzar sees that only Niklaus seems to be fully aware of what's going on, and he does a wave at you, and he's like, what's going on? Niklaus is grabbing his head with the strain of resisting the ethereal music. He's like, there's some type of music. It's causing, it's causing everyone to act like this. It's affected me too, but not as much. We gotta find it. There's three places it might be coming from that I can see. It's the... TV stand. There's one in the in the the room over there that I don't know. The living room. The living room. It's a drawer and then her nightstand. Can you check one of them? He does a wave that seems to say, "I'm going to go upstairs." You check the other two. Okay. And it causes like got a pounding headache. 
and he tries to get to the uh, the living room drawer first. I really hope this goes away after they sleep, because if not, this will be hilarious. Nick Faust, you head over to the drawer, and what do you do? I yank it open, and I start rifling for the source of that enchantment magic. You start rifling through the drawer. The drawer rifles back. Oh, <laughs> a gun comes out. <laughs> but no. You find a zone of truth. Magitech. Yeah, that's a enchantment school thing, right? Correct. Okay. He throws it in his pocket. He's like, I don't have time for this. And he stumbles his way towards the TV. Upstairs, you hear some shuffling and a shotgun blast. Oh, God. <laughs> the whole building explodes. Galazar had a shotgun with him, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, <laughs> the cause of trap going off Galazar's toast. He's probably Nikos fine. Momentarily alarmed, and then he, he remembers back. Oh, yes. Okay, Galazar did have a shotgun with him. Okay. Yeah, you hear the splintering of wood as the nightstand explodes into a billion splinters. Oh, so it's not Galazar's head. He hasn't become very depressed. And... <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't just off himself. <laughs> Unless he's made out of wood. <laughs> he did seem a little wooden. And it's fine if like if my intelligence doesn't go back by level nineteen, it should be back to the uh, to its normal stat. <laughs> <laughs> the music continues, however. No, it's Yakety Sax. What are the, what are the uh, the girls up to? <laughs> I think we're probably <laughs> circling, kind of like circling each other on, on all fours. fours, on all fours, like cats surrounding like a single bag of flower <laughs> your hair is standing on edge for some reason it really is i just am like Arr! all right one more intelligence saving throw okay oh boy here we go oh Ooh, lucky 19 plus 1 20 six this would be good in normal circumstances so that's an 18 minus 4 so 14 virginia fails oh god galazar passes again he got a he got a nat 20. Way to go, Galazar. Here, here, Sirius and Virginia. You guys lose another one intelligence. Woo! And charisma? Oh, uh, my 14. And charisma. My 14 wasn't good enough. It was close, but not good enough. Hey, now I'm semi-intelligent. Galazar runs down the stairs and signals to you, Niklaus, in a way that seems to say, there is nothing up here, man. One last place to check the TV stand. Shoot it! I now have vegetable intelligence, so... <laughs> Wait, really? You yeah. hit one? Yeah. <laughs> so now I think I'm just, like, lying on the floor. <laughs> Let's retcon that, because otherwise you're not going to do anything for the next, like, hour or so. <laughs> Alright, I'll, uh, I'll let you guys handle this episode. I'm going <laughs> to take five. You're going to go make dinner? Yeah, you know, prep some more. Yeah, let's let's leave you around animals last semi-intelligence, but uh, we cut back to Galazar and Niklaus. Yeah, we head towards the TV stand. Yeah, oh, I do. Galazar also heads towards the TV stand. What do you do? I try to locate where that uh, source of enchantment magic was coming from. You start rummaging through the entertainment stand. Galazar joins you. Meanwhile, here, here, what are you doing? Can he see where Niklaus and... Um... Gals are, are rummaging through the, the TV stand. Yeah. This it seems less traumatic. So he's curious. So he'll sort of crawl out towards them to see what they're doing. You head over to Galzar and Niklaus, and they're both rummaging through this entertainment center. It looks like fun. He wants to rummage through the entertainment center. 
You start rummaging too. The attempt to help. <laughs> Is it an attempt to help? Who knows? <laughs> Meanwhile, seriously, in Virginia, what are you guys doing? Uh, the sudden noise of all the rummaging makes my head pop up, and I start uh, <laughs> I start running on all fours to where the rest of my friends are, and we'll tackle this first one I see. <laughs> all right, uh, rummage party. Here, here, you pull out a mysterious-looking metal box with a peculiar symbol on it, and both Gowser and you, Niklaus, realize this. This is the source of where the sound is. And just as Hirkir pulls it out of the entertainment center and raises it above his head. Oh, he's definitely shaking it to see if, like, he can hear something, too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just as you're shaking it, Hirkir, out of nowhere, Cirrus jumps out and tackles it (laughs) to the floor. (laughs) The the box goes straight up into the air. It's, like, rotating. Everything goes slow motion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then it slides underneath the couch. Here goes, mine! And, like, is trying to escape Cirrus to go after it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Virginia has also chased after Cirrus and happens to tackle Galazar. His shotgun goes flying up in the air. Also God. slow motion. Also slow motion. I, I definitely <laughs> grapple uh, here, here, by the way. <laughs> or attempt to. <laughs> do, do, do you want to roll for it? Yes, of course I do. I gotta use the remaining stats I have. I rolled a natural 20, so that's 21. Say I dropped it. I also rolled a natural 20, so that is (laughs) 26. (laughs) I'm glad we're getting these natural 20s out of the way now on each other. (laughs) Seriously, you managed to tackle Hukir and bear hug him on the ground. No! Somehow you guys have managed to, like, get the, like, primate strength but you're both like <laughs> leveled up <laughs> the same way <laughs> my my other senses are enhanced meanwhile galazar's shotgun is slow motion flying through the air niklaus what do you do he reaches out his hand towards the shotgun and uh casts mage hand to catch it your mage hand extends out and grabs the shotgun midair and then he puts it on a high shelf <laughs> Just so the kids don't get to it. The kids being us. Yeah. <laughs> Once the shotgun is, is secure, you, you're like, well, I, the, the box to see what happens. Yeah, it's just underneath the couch now. <laughs> then he'll uh, he'll go retrieve it. Yeah. As you head over to the couch to retrieve the mysterious box, you suddenly feel eyes on you. And you see that Virginia is done jumping on Galzar, and he's she's turned her attention towards you. <laughs> I've also turned my attention towards him. <laughs> Yeah, both both uh, both Sirius and Virginia look at you in some sort of animalistic anger <laughs> for no apparent reason, really. No rage like animal rage. <laughs> Seeing their attention on me, it's like I was I wasn't facing them, but then like I had the hackles to the back of my neck raise up, like <laughs> like something's like you know their primal instinct that something's watching you. That's a predator. You're like, ah, oh, yes, got that shotgun out of the way. Wait. So turn around, I see them looking at me on all fours. I'm like, oh. And then he'll, between him and the the two women, but off to the, like, offset a bit, he'll cast precipitation in the air to create a shower of sparks to hopefully distract <laughs> them. <laughs> They're like multicolor, like, a, you know, like firework sparkler. 
Joey, can I roll to whether or not I'm distracted by the sparks? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll a... Go ahead and roll intelligence check. Virginia will roll two. Alright. Nat 20. So... Nice. It is a 16, though. Like, minus four. It's a nat 20 minus four. But that was the highest I could have rolled. Yeah, you're able to determine that this is a distraction. Virginia runs in the direction of your sparkles. Sirius, however, does not, and lunges straight for you, Niklaus. Niklaus attempts to dive under the couch, starts army crawling towards the box. Sirius, what are you doing in your animal form? <laughs> I, I attempt to grapple him. All right. So that'll be athletics or acrobatics, right? Correct. I leap in midair to... to... So you've ungrappled me and now yes. <laughs> leapt onto Niklaus. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there was, a, there was a new source of noise. <laughs> yeah, you stopped moving, so she she got their. Uh, it's like when the, <laughs> yeah. the mouse and it plays dead, and the cat moves on to the next one. Roll the fourteen. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a twenty-two. Now's the time for those rolls, huh? <laughs> Definitely wasn't during uh, the saves. So I just he does the the sparkles, and I just keep staring at him as he does it menacingly. Yeah, menacingly. And then when he does it, I. I get a little, I'm like, oh, that's an attack. And I <laughs> slow motion in midair, jump towards him to try to tackle him. <laughs> From your point of view, Niklaus, it's pretty terrifying, seeing as Sirius is actually quite large. Ah! And very muscly. They're about to say, and in charge. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't quite have the intelligence for that part just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Through brute strength. You're still holding the box, though. So I was able to get a hold of the box? Yeah. Okay, well, are my arm were my arms included in the grapple? Because I tried to leap away. So is the grapple on my waist and my legs, or is it including my arms? We can say Sirius is bear-hugging you. Okay. Arms out. <laughs> okay, arms free. Yeah. Okay, so he doesn't resist the wild animal that's grappling him. And instead, takes a moment to examine the box to see if there's a way to deactivate it or... <laughs> I regain language for one moment, and I'm like, stop, resistor. <laughs> it's just instinct. Yeah, that's instinct. Do an arcana check. 19. You can either dispel magic, the trap, or destroy it. Okay. I did not have a dispel magic ability, so... Galzar in the distance gets up next to Hirkir, and he makes a hand signal that seems to say, destroy it! So I slam the box on the floor. Or on whatever the nearest hard object is. If there's like a piece of metal nearby, that'd be preferable. Alright, go ahead and do a dexterity check. Dexterity check is... Ooh, nat 20. Nice. 22. Well, uh, where did you chunk it at? Nearest hard object. So there's a l large piece of metal, marble. We can just say the floor. Okay. Yeah. You chunk it at the floor! <laughs> And it immediately bounces up and flies towards Hirkir's head. Go ahead and do a dexterity saving throw. All right. <laughs> Natural 20. Matrix dodge out of the way with your newfound animal instincts. Animal instincts. The box flies into the wall and smashes into a billion pieces. Does the music stop? And the music stops. Hirkir runs over to check out the pieces. They're all shiny. Yep. The class sags in relief. Scott, hopefully, hopefully that was the last of that. Huh, are you guys okay? Meanwhile, you're still being bear-hugged by Cirrus, and Cirrus hasn't stopped bear-hugging you. Cirrus? Are you- Cirrus, are you okay? 
Guys, guys. Am I I okay, Joey? As the music dissipates, Sirius, you feel a marginal improvement in intelligence and charisma. Okay. Going up to... Is there a minus 10 right now? Seven. We'll just say everything goes up by five. Okay. Is that for everyone? Yeah. Oh, I'm back to normal. I'm almost <laughs> back to normal. A, cl- a cloud lifts from Niklaus's mind as his super intelligence comes back. <laughs> super intelligence. <laughs> is is this what it feels like to be normal? Ooh, he shivers. <laughs> oh, now I'm back to a healthy low intelligence. Why Cirrus on top of Niklaus? Niklaus coming on to Cirrus? Niklaus... Why am I talking like you? Oh my god. Is this still happening? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Nikos like Nikos like grabs his head is like, okay. No, I'm alright. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is this contagious? Oh no. I said no. No means no. He's trying to talk to uh, the level. <laughs> no. So are you gonna let me go now? Why is your tummy hurt? Uh, yeah, your ability to form long-term memories may have been affected by this as well. What is longer-term memory? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. You're a good girl, Cirrus. Oh, thank you. Cirrus gets up. Nick Housley brushes himself up, stands up. Everyone else, back to normal. Uh, looks like Cirrus-ish. <laughs> Getting there. Galazar will extend a hand to help you get up, Hercure. Hercure accepts the assistance. Yeah, he, he, he pulls you up. And then he runs over to check on Virginia, who, for some reason, has reached vegetable intelligence. Oh, no Seems coming back fine. from that. Where's Hercure sitting on the, the scale? I am average. I am functionally no different than at my best, but I'm not at my full figure. Mm. Why Virginia no speak? Too much cake. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That makes sense. Why Cirrus covered in flour and chocolate? too much cake ah Nicholas, smart what do that is a great <laughs> question Cirrus. thank you Hercure, how you feeling man uh weird i pretty close to normal i think what what happened there was some type of trap triggered by that letter that Cirrus was reading in the kitchen and that that box was the source of it huh what was in the letter why would it be trapped it's a great question Nicholas says to Hercure, I, I don't remember the, the whole thing, but it looked like it was from Valerie. Uh, it was in the kitchen. I, I ripped it in half. We can take a look at it. Nicholas goes and tries to tape together <laughs> the, the letter. It's just covered in, in flour and sugar. and Yeah, it's a hot mess. <laughs> Chocolate smears. Galzar picks up Virginia and moves her over to the couch. Meanwhile, Nicholas, you head over to the kitchen and you try to piece together this chocolate-stained letter. I, I go over to Gauzar and I extend a hand, and I'm like, My name's Cirrus! <laughs> he makes a hand sign that is like, uh, hi. <laughs> I keep my hand extended, eagerly awaiting his return handshake. He, he very quickly shakes your hand. Nice meet you. Virginia, friend of yours? Without making a sound, he makes another hand sign that is like, yeah. Cirrus no understand hand signs. Cirrus <laughs> C- goes and tries to shake Virginia awake. Galzar is sort of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but with hand but signs. Without, this hand but sign you speaking. understand. It's like, yeah. just a body language. Yeah. And he's like, just let, 
Just let her rest a little bit. I'm sure this will wear off after a long rest. No touching. Oh, no touching. Cirrus also tired. I sort of sit down next to Virginia. Meanwhile, back in the kitchen, Niklaus, you piece together this letter. Herker, come take a look at this. Herker goes, takes a look at it. Uh, I guess I will read it. Uh, Dear Cirrus, like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you for making it here. I hope you enjoy your stay. However, as per our previous conversation, I highly recommend that you don't try to stop me. My employer is the type to do anything to get what they want. It's better for me to be dirty if I'm still the cleanest one in the room. See you at brunch, Valerie. Huh. I wonder, the sign-off, see you at brunch? Seems a little weird, right? That is, that is weird. It could mean something. Communicating something to Cirrus. Yeah, maybe they had a place that they would eat brunch at? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that we can get answers as long as Cirrus is... He looks back toward Cirrus. Cirrus is just, like, drooling. (laughs) (laughs) Well... What time is it now? Niklaus looks out the nearby window, try to gauge the time. Or is there a clock? A magic clock? (laughs) Yeah, there's a magic clock. It's about mid-afternoon now. We probably have until tomorrow at brunch time to perhaps, if it is a coded meeting message. Yeah. I I mean, the easiest thing would be if Cyrus could could tell us. I saw uh, Galazar over there. He he, uh, signaled that a a long rest (coughs) might be able to get them on their feet again. Okay. I mean, we've all been through a lot, it seems. Yeah, I could use one myself. As you look at the clock, Niklaus, a voice appears in your head, and it's actually sort of confusing for you, since you're used to hearing a lot of different voices. But this voice, it goes... Ugh. Is this working? Niklaus initially ignores it, as he does the other voices. (laughs) The voice continues... Niklaus... There's something going on at the plaza. Uh, I think I think you guys should hurry up and come back. Do I recognize the voice? You recognize the voice as Constance. And she she continues for a little bit and she's like, Ugh, seems like there's been some sort of magitite leak or something. Anyways, the fire department and then it like cuts off. Because she ran out of words? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Does Niklaus realize it's a um, sending and that he can respond? Yeah. Okay, so Niklaus is like, Constance, I, I hear you just fine. We're going to head back. Cirrus is a bit incapacitated, but she will be with us. We're heading back now. Bye. Bye. Until you run out of words. <laughs> Love you. He'll turn to Herkir and Galzar. It's like, I just got a sending. Constance back at the plaza says there's some type of magitite leak and they need us to head back right away. A magitite leak? Perhaps some type of sabotage? Yeah. Fortunately, some of our group is not quite in fighting shape. No. Uh, what do you think, Herakir? Should we... We took her car here, right? So I don't know if she can call it back. How far away How far away are we from our domicile? I think we said at least, like... It's a ways, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. Galazar, did you guys have a vehicle? Galazar signals that, yes, he does. They did come here in a company vehicle. But he also asks... What do you know about Lillian? I mean, I could explain everything to you, but wouldn't you rather I just explain it once to both you and Virginia rather than having to hear it secondhand? Do a persuasion check. <laughs> My charisma's back. That's a 20 non-natural. 
He rolled a five. Galzar is like, yeah, checks out. I will say that the issues they were dealing with at this plaza, they all lead back to Lillian. So it's possible that if you help us out with this, it might give you some leads. He waves his hand as if to say, okay, but I need to know everything about this plaza. Ooh, Cirrus live at plaza. Speaking of that, Cirrus, do you feel up to uh, having your vehicle take us there? Cirrus drive? Yes. Right, Galazar, we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, talk in the car. <laughs> Galazar is like, nah, I'm going to drive. Cirrus drive? You guys get in my car. <laughs> no, Cirrus car. He looks at Hirkir and Niklaus as if, like, are you serious? And Niklaus puts his hand up on his mouth so that Cirrus can't see him and says, uh, like, mouths the words, it's a self-driving car. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and do another persuasion check for this one. <laughs> 19. He rolled a 21. Oof. Oof. Galzar box, and he says, we're taking the company car. In hand signs. He's so assertive with his gestures. Okay. I'm fine with that. Okay, Cirrus, go in dumb old company car. Have your car follow us so we don't lose it. Cirrus, try. <laughs> <laughs> Galzar picks up Virginia and heads towards the entrance. It actually takes him a little while to figure out how to open the door. He has to search around for a while to figure out that there's a switch to lift up the garage door from the inside. But then he heads out. Actually, Joey, can you give a rundown of like who is, whose intelligence is like normal and whose isn't? I'm a little confused. Yeah, so Virginia, for whatever reason, did not recover, okay. or she either that or she's just asleep. Okay. So she would either be at seven or one. Serious, you're at seven, okay. having regained five, which is very intelligent animal. It's a sweet spot. A limited vocabulary and a general lack of knowledge. Alright, sounds good. I think for Hirkir at net, he only lost one, so he's at 10? I'm at 10 11? instead of 11. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Somehow Niklaus made it out unscathed. Nice. So he is at, what are you at? Uh, my intelligence is at 16. Yeah, so that's highly intelligence. Really serious, you're the only one who's... <laughs> okay. So I was confused. Different. <laughs> I was confused about Galazar, uh, but I guess he's normal. He never failed. Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah Galazar never failed oh. somehow. Okay. Okay. So basically, everybody is at relatively like normal, aside from me and Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But yeah, Galazar heads outside. Are we going? Yeah. Hercule reluctantly follows. Serious for a hot second, you're distracted by all the sugar. Oh no! Maybe. Uh... No, Cirrus' <laughs> tummy hurts. One more handful. Just, just, I just gotta get my fix. Cirrus' tummy hurts too much. And Cirrus dejectedly leaves the kitchen. Outside you see yet another levitating magical fantasy Land Rover. The group piles in. Fantasy Land Rover. Galzar puts a comatose Virginia in the passenger seat. And the three of you crowd in the, into the back. It's a tight squeeze. Galzar gets into the driver's seat, and then he turns around to look at you guys, and he does a hand signal that's like, so where are we going? The plaza. Hercu says that, like, that answers everything. <laughs> Niklaus uh, remembers immediately, but Roy has to look it up. I think it's Willow Bend Plaza or something like that. Yes. Willow Bend 
No. Willow Bend <laughs> Plaza. <laughs> That's actually two different plazas. There's one in the northwest and one in the northeast. He's like, okay. And he starts driving. That's the uh, 555 Artoria Street, right? Yeah. Uh, several times throughout the car ride, Sirius is like tapping on Galzar's shoulder and saying, are we there yet? Oh, God. He waves his hand aggressively and is like, no. <laughs> Aww. A couple of minutes pass, and as Galzar is driving through the street, everybody in the back do a perception check. 17. 14. 6. <laughs> <laughs> Are you rolling a d20 there, Mitchell? I am rolling a d20, actually. <laughs> you rolled all the double digits out of it earlier. Yeah, that's how that works. Here, here, as you look out the window, there's a moment where it's like the scene from Umbrella Academy that is also a meme. Sure. One of the characters is driving a car, and then another character is driving a car, and they coincidentally happen to pass each other. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so you take like a hard look at this car that is heading in the opposite direction, and the driver of that car looks back at you. Our eyes meet. Your eyes meet. And it's Valerie. Hector's like, that's Valerie! He's like pointing into the window at the car that just went by. What kind of car is it? It's a fantasy Audi. Fantasy Audi. Of course she drives an Audi. Of course she does. (laughs) At least it's not a BMW, right? (laughs) Yeah. A tear below. She zooms off. Best friend Valerie? Yes. We should go go we should go to after her. We gotta we gotta figure out what's going on at the plaza. But that's Valerie. Guys, it's Valerie. My best friend. We can split up. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We only have the one vehicle. No, we have the other we have the other car. Oh let's Oh okay. Serious waves at Valerie. (laughs) She still can. (laughs) No, she's gone now. Seems like it was an emergency at the plaza. Constance seemed really urgent, and they've never reached out to us that way before. Yep, that is that is my feeling as well. Besides, I don't know if we can uh, confront Valerie with uh, our group diminished as it is. I say we go to the apartments. Oh, Sirius liked the plaza. Okay, so we allow Galzar <laughs> to continue on. Galzar pulls into the front of the plaza, and you see that there's a bit of a crowd outside its gates is there anything obviously on fire (laughs) uh nothing is on fire at the moment (laughs) well we're here to change that (laughs) (laughs) key word there's one or two fire department frfd vehicles outside but notably there's no police for whatever reason except (laughs) except for right now yeah. Galzar pulls to a stop. What do you guys do? Pile out. Pop out. Yeah, I get out. Do we see anyone? Go ahead and do a perception check. Uh, 15. Yeah. You take a look around in the crowd, and it's a mix of passersby and what appears to be most of the residents of the plaza. In the crowd, you see Vince. You also see Rourke. And you also see Constance. Okay. I'll point out Constance and say, there's Constance, and sort of head over to uh, see what's up. Are they all near each other? They're a bit of a distance away. They're not all grouped together. Up. Yeah. They haven't clumped up. Yeah, they're, they're not all that close to each other. But those are the people that you 
recognize with a 15 perception check. The Klaus will, before the, we're like trying to maneuver through this crowd, create a uh, psychic connection with uh, her cure. It's like her cure, we'll use this to communicate in case we can separate it. Sounds good. Should we both go talk to Constance or should I go check with Vince and split up? I, I don't know. I mean, I f- figure we should talk to Constance first and then might have an idea of what to do. Okay. Seriously, you're still there, by the way. Yeah, I'm just... You're not exactly sure why you're here. <laughs> Ooh, exciting. Concert going on? No, we don't really know what's going on. We're trying to find out. We're going to go say hi to Constance. Oh, Cirrus likes Constance. Yep, she's right over there. Let's go. Cirrus just yells, hi, Constance, and tries to barrel through everybody. <laughs> you barrel through the crowd. Nikos takes advantage and falls behind, like behind yeah. a ambulance. <laughs> yep. Cre- creating... <laughs> Uh, creating a very neat pathway for both Hercure and Niklaus. We ride the wake. Yep. The three of you reach Constance and she's like, Ugh, you guys made it. Constance, Cirrus tummy hurt. Cirrus ate too much cake. She immediately turns towards Niklaus and Hercure and she says, Ugh, is she, is she okay? We, uh, underwent some type of, uh, attack that may have reduced our intelligence. We were okay now, but she's taking a little longer to get back on her feet. Cirrus gives Constance a big bear hug. Uh, Constance goes like, eh. <laughs> Constance. What do? Constance says, <laughs> Could you put me down real fast? <laughs> Cirrus will put you down real fast. And I drop her. <laughs> yeah, she, she lands on her butt. She gets up and she has... How about Hercure and Niklaus do an insight check? Insight. 21. It's a net one. Cool. Hercure, you notice that Constance sort of does this thing where she tries to play everything off real cool, usually. Mm-hmm. And she's still trying to do that now, but there's an undercurrent of anxiousness. Where's Audrey? Constance says, Ugh, well, let me explain. Like, maybe like 15 minutes or so ago, it seems like somebody called in a Magitite leak. Ugh, and you know how those things go. There can be very large explosions. Yes, I totally know that. Of course. Well, the fire department came and they evacuated most of us, but they don't seem to really want to go in. And, ugh, you know, Audrey, she, she thinks she knows everything. So she's in there now? Yeah, she said she would just go in and fix it. That sounds like Audrey. All right. Best try and find her then, I think, right? Did she say where she was going to go? Like, where the leak was? No, the thing is, I don't know where the leak is. Allegedly. Or if there is a leak. Sounds like something someone would have done to get people out of the building for nefarious purposes. Bad people do this? Yes, Cirrus. Then Cirrus punish. And Cirrus starts walking towards the building. (laughs) Punish. No, no, no. (laughs) Constance, where's Gobzu? Uh, I saw him a couple of minutes ago. I think he's around here somewhere. Okay, he's not inside. Yeah, uh, he's just so small, it's hard to keep track of him sometimes. But we can't leave her in there. It's it's dangerous. Yep, we gotta help and figure out what's going on here. Constance, see if you can get a hold of Gobzu. Make sure he doesn't... Make sure you can find him. Be safe. Uh, okay. We'll make sure that Audrey gets out. Okay, thanks. Hercules, should we talk to Vince? Maybe he knows where, um... The leak is. Maybe that's even where Annette is, because I didn't see her either. Okay. If you think that's... Yeah, more information could be good. Cirrus, come back! <laughs> Cirrus turns around. Nicholas wants Cirrus? 
Come over here. Come. He waves over. <laughs> like a dog. Okay. Uh, Sirius barrels through everybody to get back to, to them. I'm, I'm picturing like people flying into the air in the wake. <laughs> <laughs> Sirius just has a big smile on her face as she runs over to you. We're going to talk to Vince and then we're going to go inside. Friend of Vince? Yeah. Didn't you, didn't you see him somewhere, um, Hercure? Yeah, I sort of point to the general vacation location of where I saw Vince. Oh, do you think we should just head in? Can I see Vince again, Joey? Yeah, you still remember his rough uh, location. When you when you did see him, though, he seemed to be trying to like move around and like find someone. Okay, he might have been looking for Annette or someone at the time, though, so he might not still be there. Might be better just go in and see if we can figure out what's going on here. Serious screams, Vince. Uh, Vince's name. This won't get old. Vince! Vince! Alright, go ahead and do a performance check. (laughs) Performance. 20. Wow. In the distance you hear a voice go, Who is it? I start barreling in that direction. Come over here. Cirrus, come to you. Hercule looks at Nick Lawson and is just like, I guess we found him. Yep. Let's go before she gets away from us. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the trail of destruction. <laughs> the three of you barrel over the Vince, who has apparently located Annette. Good. Okay, Vince, what's going on here? He says, seems like someone reported a magic tech leak, but me and Annette check for that all the time, so they can't be true. Uh-huh. I did see someone suspicious from Falcoco today wearing a Falcoco uniform. Uh-huh. Whereabouts did you see them? I saw them in the central plaza. I don't know which one, which if they went into any stores or anything. The three of you take a look at Vince and Annette, and Annette seems to be holding something in her hands. For the first time, you see that she's shook. Is she okay? Vince says, well, we also got this note. Uh-huh. What's it say? Vince gently takes the note from Annette and hands it to you guys, and it the note itself only says three words. Here, as you reach down and you open it up, it says, Sell the plaza. And did you find this note in your apartment or something? Yeah, it's just pinned on our door. Well, Constance let us know that Audrey's inside. We need to go get her. Vince looks at you as if he wants to stop you, but he sees the determination in your eyes, and all he says is, Okay. Sirius will put her hand on Annette's shoulder and say in the most calming voice that she can, Sirius, fix! (laughs) Uh, Annette just says, Okay, I just don't want anybody to get hurt. Sirius, no make promises. (laughs) None of the good guys will get hurt. Alright, Sirius, time to go inside. Let's do it. Sirius, fix! And starts walking towards the uh, building, or the plaza. Sirius will... Stand in front of Hercure and Nicholas, and we'll turn towards them and put one hand each on each of their shoulders, and we'll just say, Cirrus protect, and then casts aid on them, which will wow. increase their hit point maximum and current hit points by five for eight hours. <laughs> wow. And mine as well. We did it. We did it. We, we, we did D&D. We d and The three of you attempt to enter the plaza, and you're immediately stopped by some of the fire people. A rather tall, lanky elf firefighter stops you, and he says, Hey, you can't go in there. Why not? You're not going in there. That's why we're not going in there. 
Isn't it your job to address the dangerous thing? Well, the Falcoco people are supposed to send people. Mm-hmm. We only put out fires. We don't deal with the magic-type nonsense. In any case, you're going to have to stay here. You can't go back inside. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Cirrus points at her, like, cake-stained uh, police officer <laughs> uniform and says, Cirrus can go inside. <laughs> that is correct. She is a uh, Falcon's Reach Police Department officer. The fireman looks at the trio of you disbelievingly. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Just a normal persuasion check, actually. The uh, We're going to say with the cake stains and the somewhat incomprehensible speech, it would be disadvantaged, but Niklaus is helping you. Okay. I'm going to use a channel divinity. Do it. And I'll be the emissary of peace, which means I get to boost this by an additional plus five. Nice. Cirrus's inward voice says, Cirrus need go in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that will be 23. The elvish fireman says, uh... Okay, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't realize you were part of the police. Cirrus, forgive you. Okay, be be careful though. It's gonna be. It's it could explode at any moment. Cirrus doesn't afraid of anything. <laughs> it starts pushing past him. Uh, as we as we step with her, I put my hand on his shoulder and is like, "Don't worry. Anything that happens in there is on us, not on you." Uh, okay. The three of you start heading inside the plaza. Where do you start? Is there any evidence of anything untoward? There's nothing that you can see from the sort of central plaza area. I just start screaming Audrey's name. (laughs) (laughs) Audrey! (laughs) Your best... You're about to... (laughs) Come out out wherever you go. (laughs) I was expecting to come out to play. Come out and play... (laughs) Your best friend Cirrus is here to kill you. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! While while Cirrus is doing that, Nicholas is thinking to himself, doesn't... "Oh god." Uh, Nicholas is thinking to himself, "Where the magitite generators in this type of plaza would be?" Go ahead and do a Arcana check. Mm, not as good. That's uh, six plus six, twelve. Mm-hmm. You're one of those people who's pretty smart but never does their own home improvement stuff. Mm, checks out. So you're, you're not particularly sure where the Magitite lines would lead or whether this one uses a centralized system or a distributed one. Meanwhile, Sirius, go ahead and roll another performance check. That one's not as good. That's a five. Yeah, there's no answer. Well, Sirius tried everything. I have, a, I have an idea. Uh, just bear with me for a minute. I'm going to try sending her a message. And Niklaus will cast a third level spell, Sending. Talk to Audrey. And uh, he will say, Audrey, me, Cirrus, and Herc are here in the plaza. We're looking for you. We don't think it's a real leak. We think it's some type of plot. Where are you? A hot second passes. Ooh, it's something hot in here. She says, oh no, there definitely was a leak, but there's something else here. You guys need to come over here and look at this. I'm over in the Souls Mart. She says she's in the Souls Mart. All right. Niklaus, who are you talking to? I was talking to Audrey. She says she's in the Souls Mart. Niklaus, Audrey not here. I am magic, remember? No. Oh, well, I am magic. Cirrus also magic. Yep. Neat. Also very brave. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Niklaus. I blush. Okay, to the Souls Mart. 
The three of you rush over to the Souls Mart. As you burst in through the automatic doors, I just assume you don't wait for them to open. No, 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 we used the emergency push to open. Ah, uh, okay, emergency. You know, I've never actually, I don't know what happens when you actually emergency push the automatic doors. They just, they just swing open. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the what more you would have thought. <laughs> the more <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> you see Audrey pop up her head from behind the counter. And she says, guys, it's over here. What's over there? Herker heads in that direction. Yeah, as he walks, Nico's like, what'd you find? The three of you head behind the counter and you see that there is a magitite line that has been cut. And it seems to be one of these larger ones that powers the entire store. Also next to Audrey, however, is a bomb. And you can see the timer ticking down with some conveniently because they... Uh, they bought the premium version that has the illusion magitech, so it has like a holographic timer. Wow. Fancy. Fancy. How much how much time do we have? We got 18 seconds. Oh that's not much time. Audrey says, guys, I don't know anything about this bomb over here, but I did close the line. That's good. Hopefully it'll be a much smaller explosion then. Yeah, but we gotta figure out what to do with this thing. Serious smash? Not sure that's gonna help. Does it have like a bunch of wires sticking out? Yeah, there's a couple of wires. Can I just try cutting the wires? Serious cut wires? Whoever does it, the other should get away. We don't have much time. Time ticks down to 12 seconds. Serious casts Shield of Faith on Niklaus and says, You can do it. Okay, everyone, get away from me. And I run to the middle of the plaza, furthest away from my other stuff. Mm hmm. And then I try to figure out what of the wires would work. Niklaus, you just pick up the bomb, and you run towards the center of the plaza. Meanwhile, Sirius, Hukir, what do you guys do? Audrey is right next to you. So the the line is fixed, right? Yeah, it, it was definitely cut. Constance want us to find you. You okay? Yeah, I'm alright. Woohoo! Okay, good. Guys, I think we need to take cover. Oh. Is Niklaus gonna be okay? I don't know. I don't have anything other than healing. Sirius, protect him with magic shield. Okay. Well, hopefully he figures it out. We cut back to Niklaus. So I get I get ready to cut one of the wires, but I'm I'm carefully examining the the magitite lines and the the wires and the connections between them to try to determine which of them I need to cut. All right, go ahead and do an Arcana check. <laughs> and this is the Arcana check. So I didn't roll well, so I will use another sorcery point. I rolled a, a nine, so I'm going to use the sorcery point to try to roll again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a different d20. <laughs> <laughs> Better. 19. And I, I want to know how confident I feel in, in my, my deduction mm-hmm. before I cut it. All right. Nick Klaus, you take a look at the bomb. You see that there's a single surprisingly high level magitite source from which there are several wires leading to other components of the bomb. Those components include, first of all, the illusion magitech that is displaying the timer, and also the delayed fireball that would compose the explodey part of the bomb. A third wire, you're not sure where it leads. Upon closer investigation, of the wires and the various components of the bomb, you see that there is a red wire, a green wire, and a yellow wire. 
But all three of these happen to be mixed in and twisty, turny, and sort of like a hot mess. Taking a look at the mechanism, you, you sort of have a rough guesstimate of your chances with these wires. For the red wire, you feel that there's a 50% chance that if you cut it, the bomb will not explode. For the green wire, there's a 25% chance. And for the yellow wire, there's also a 25% chance. Bum bum. Do I feel like if I cut the, well, no, if I cut a, one of the wires that is the correct wire, it would be disabled? Yes. And if the wrong wire is cut, that it would explode? Yes. How much time is left on the illusion? Got six seconds. Dun dun. So as the timer counts down and having only vague inclinations as to what each of the wires does, Nikos decides to mitigate his risk by simply trying to distance himself and everyone else from the bomb. Recognizing it as a delayed fireball, he knows that the range on it is big, but not that big. So he misty steps 30 feet directly into the air and attempts to throw the bomb as high as he can. Yeah. In slow motion, you misty step yourself up 30 feet up in the air. And the angle that you're at, it's like you're laying down, like horizontal to the ground, parallel to the ground. Okay. And you just straight chuck the bomb up into the air. Go ahead and roll a dexterity improvised weapon check. I am not proficient with improvised weapons, so it would just be straight dexterity. And I am running out of sorcery points. That's not bad. Uh, 18 plus 2 is 20. Yeah, you chuck a pretty good distance up in the air, and in slow motion, the camera catches your face as you're, you've reached the apex of your misty step. And as the bomb flies up in the air, there's sort of like this moment where the camera pans out and it's you sort of floating slowly downwards. Your back is facing the ground, your arm is outstretched, and the bomb is floating several feet up in front of you. This is Joey, your occasionally adequate dungeon master, and we've made it to one year for the podcast. It really means a lot to us that you're listening and that we can share the fun that we have playing D&D with you. If there's anything you'd like to hear from us or any way you think we can improve, let us know at AA Magic Pod on Twitter or Instagram. Join us next week for a special anniversary episode where we talk about our feelings. <laughs> <laughs>